We're seeking adventure. It's adventure. That's it. It's been the greatest thing we've ever done in our life. And maybe a little mystery. Everyone will get to see who you really are. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend. Friday, November 10th to Sunday, November 12th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Winona Judd is assuring her fans that all was well during her performance with Jelly Roll at the 2023 CMA Awards, after some viewers expressed concern over her health during what they considered a strained performance of Need a Favor alongside the newcomer at Wednesday's ceremony. The 59-year-old singer explained what was responsible for her behavior. Have a listen. Okay, so they say don't read the comments. I've read the comments. And uh, I'm just going to come clean with y'all. I was so freaking nervous. I got out there and I looked at Jelly Roll. I wanted it to be so good for him. And I could cry right now, but I'm not going to because I'm such a fan of his. And he asked me to sing. And I said, absolutely. I got out there and I was so nervous that I just held on for dear life. And that's the bottom line. For most of the CMA Awards opening performance, which featured a choir, Judd clutched Jelly Roll's arm. The Give a Little Love singer, who took a detour from her Back to Y tour to duet with Jelly Roll, resumed her shows Thursday night in Texas. And an awkward new emotion has officially arrived in the new teaser trailer for Pixar's Inside Out 2. The clip opens with Riley, the original protagonist of the 2015 film, celebrating her 13th birthday. And her transition from childhood into adolescence is causing a serious shakeup at headquarters. Shortly after, her emotions, joy, fear, disgust, anger, and sadness, wake up in the middle of the night to discover a demolition crew is ransacking their building and installing a new orange-tinted console. Then this happens. Orange? Who made the console orange? Do I look orange? I didn't touch it. Orange is not my color. Not me. Hello? Ah! Oh my gosh, I'm anxiety. Where can I put my stuff? A new emotion. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, alongside Anxiety, who is voiced by Maya Hawke, a few other new voices pop up in the trailer. Tony Hale has replaced Bill Hader as Fear, and Liza Lapira steps in for Mindy Kaling as Disgust. Inside Out 2 lands in theaters summer 2024. You can watch the full teaser trailer, plus get more on all of these stories, along with other news, reviews, interviews, and more at EW.com. We're hitting the road for this weekend's number five pick, the new series 007 Road to a Million, a reality competition that takes nine pairs of contestants and puts them into real-life James Bond-style adventures. Brian Cox, or The Controller, as he's called on the show, is the host. Now, the show has placed 10 questions around the world that the contestants must track down and answer to keep on the road to a million pounds. Each of the questions puts them in very real, very Bond-like situations. They find themselves on mountain summits, facing crocodiles, climbing construction cranes, and running along the roof of a moving train. Here's the trailer. Million pound, man. What wouldn't you do? I've got real people 
into a James Bond adventure and placed ten questions around the world. If they find them, answer them, they win a million pounds. The only thing standing in their way is me. Here we go again, brother. Is that phone ringing? Hello? Hello. Your next question is 2,000 miles away. Oh, my God. For 25,000 pounds. Climate. I can't believe this. <laughs> Jumped out of a chopper somewhere in the Swiss Alps. I've never even been to Milton Keynes ski rink. Oh, hello. That ain't TK Maxx, is it? This is impossible. Why don't you go down there? Are sick. you sick? The money is the prize. Yeah! And this adventure That's it. has been the greatest thing we've ever done in our life. And I'm only just getting started. Well, 007 Road to a Million has that iconic music you heard in the trailer because the show is actually made by the producers of the James Bond series. And this isn't Ninja Warrior. The contestants are not super athletes. They are everyday people who will be put into extraordinary situations. The adventures start today, streaming on Amazon Prime Video. Almost 20 years after Sideways, Alexander Payne and Paul Giamatti have reteamed for our next pick, The Holdovers. In the new movie, Giamatti plays Paul Hunnam, a strict, cranky teacher at the prep school Barton Academy, and he has been tasked with taking care of the students who can't go home over the holiday break, aka the holdovers. Among them is Angus, played by newcomer Dominic Sessa. He is a bitter young man who butts heads with Mr. Hunnam. And then there's Mary, played by Divine Joy Randolph, who runs the cafeteria and cooks for all of those left behind. She is grieving the loss of her son in the Vietnam War. And together, these three might just be the gift they all need to get through the holidays. Here's the trailer. Sir, I don't understand. That's glaringly apparent. I can't fail this class. Oh, don't sell yourself short, Mr. Coates. I truly believe that you can. Every year at Barton Academy, students, faculty, and staff depart the campus for a two-week winter break. But there are always an unfortunate few who have nowhere to go for the holidays. They're known as the holdovers. Mr. Hunnam. Hello, Mary. I heard you got stuck with babysitting duty this year. How'd you manage that? You know, he used to be a student, right? Yeah, that's why he knows how to inflict maximum pain on us. Oh. I thought all the Nazis were hiding in Argentina. Stifle it, Tully. You just earned yourself a detention, sir. Being here with you is already one big detention. Son of a... That's another detention! Do you think I want to be babysitting you? No, I was praying your mother would pick up the phone or your father would arrive in a helicopter or a flying saucer. My father's to take dead. You don't tell a boy that's been left behind at Christmas that nobody wants him? What's wrong with you? There's nobody here, okay? So you stay out of my way and I'll stay out of yours. Let me sleep. Now, most of the kids dislike you. Pretty much hate you. Teachers, too. You know that, right? 
I find the world a bitter and complicated place, and it seems to feel the same way about me. I think you and I have this in common. I don't think I've ever had a real family Christmas like this before. Thank you, Mary. You're welcome. History is not simply the study of the past, it is an explanation of the present. See, when you say it that way and throw in some pornography, it's a lot easier to understand. <laughs> I'd like to propose a toast to my two unlikely companions. Are you trying to lift down my shirt? No. <laughs> yes. You're gonna get me fired. This is your Rubicon. Do not cross the Rubicon. Gotta say, I love this movie so much, and it is getting a lot of awards attention as well. See what the buzz is about. The Holdovers is in theaters now. It's trivia time. Now, we're not making any predictions here, but if The Holdovers were to receive a Best Picture Oscar nomination, it would be the third time that an Alexander Payne film earned that honor. And every time he has been nominated, he's gone up against a film by another famous director, and it could happen again this year. So, which director has earned a Best Picture nomination every time Payne earned the same honor? Is it David Fincher, Sofia Coppola, or Martin Scorsese? Stick around for the answer. At first glance, our next pick, The Curse, looks a lot like your traditional home renovation show. Nathan Fielder and Emma Stone play a cheery young couple who flip houses in their hometown, trying to launch their own HGTV empire. But this, after all, is a show created by Fielder and Benny Safdie, and it soon reveals itself to be something much darker and much weirder. Here is a bit of the unsettling trailer. There's no such thing as a perfect city, but to me, this city is as close as it comes. That's why we're proud to call Espanola my home. Oh, sh! Our home. All right, you got it. Oh, okay. God. This isn't your typical home flipping show. My homes are reflecting the local communities. Come on. <laughs> and we're husband and wife. This is <laughs> So, what could go wrong? <laughs> Grab a quick shot of you um, giving money to that little girl over there. We're doing good here. We are good people. Thank you. We're really good. Got it. So all I had on me was that $100 bill. No refunds. That's not fair. It Come is on. Fair. Let me go get change and... What is that? That's nothing. This is... You don't need to see this. Why did you snatch back the money? Why didn't you just give her the 100 I was going to buy six of them for $20. I curse you. What did she say? Well, EW critic Kristen Baldwin calls The Curse the, quote, weirdest, most unforgettable show of 2023 in her B-plus review. You will have to check it out to see if you agree. The Curse debuts Sunday at 10 on Showtime. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our top two picks and soundbite of the week are coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey, everyone. 
everyone. I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. It's been 14 years since Monk last graced our screens, and Tony Shalhoub's germaphobe OCD detective is back for the upcoming Peacock feature, Mr. Monk's last case, a Monk movie. The new trailer for the movie wastes no time getting audiences caught up with him and his OCD, as we hear in our soundbite of the week. I have traumatic symptoms unprecedented in psychiatric history. He's afraid of heights. It's his second biggest fear after germs. Actually, it goes germs, needles, birds, then heights. Hmm. Heights. Definitely top of the list for me. Mr. Monk's last case debuts December 8th on Peacock. Number two. Do you like Michael Fassbender, British rock band The Smiths, and films about hitmen? Then do we have a killer movie for you at our number two pick of the weekend. In fact, it's called The Killer and stars the X-Men franchise actor as an assassin who murders people for money while listening to the Morrissey-fronted musical group, The Smiths. Far from a charming man, Fassbender's character keeps mostly, one might say, deathly quiet, other than when laying out his work philosophy in voiceover. Here's a preview. I find music a useful distraction, a focused tool, keeps the inner voice from wandering. After a job goes wrong in Paris, Fassbender's anonymous killer embarks on a murderous mission to ensure his future safety, a quest which puts him on a collision course with a character played by the always great Tilda Swinton. The film is directed by David Fincher and written by Andrew Kevin Walker, the duo who brought us the similarly corpse-strewn 1995 thriller Seven. If you like that movie, it would be a sin to miss this one. The Killer is in select theaters and streaming on Netflix now. Prepare for Blastoff. 
The Marvels, our number one pick this weekend, is flying into theaters, uniting Brie Larson, Tiana Paris, and Iman Vellani as the MCU's newest superhero team. Director Nia DaCosta crafts a galaxy-hopping adventure filled with body-swapping, musical numbers, and lots and lots of cats. Here's a bit of the trailer. Heroes. It's an old-fashioned notion. But world can still use them ready whatever it takes whatever it takes we destroyed Thanos but it's not over my work is inevitable there will always be more to finish it this is just the beginning She tore a hole in space. There's a different reality leading into ours. What are you prepared to do? I'm invincible. Your powers only make me stronger. So you can't be matched. Can't be controlled. Asking for one last fight. Monica! You cannot protect your people. But you can stand tall without standing alone. They're here. Lee W. spoke to the cast earlier this year where they opened up about how their real-life dynamics translated to the screen. Here's Iman Vellani and Brie Larson. For Kamala, it's such a romanticized concept. Like, she sees the Avengers, literally, Earth's mightiest heroes. You know, Captain Marvel, who's this cosmic lady fighting epic battles in space. Like, that's pretty awesome. And she's reading these comics and she's listening to such, like grand stories about the heroes and then she becomes one and she writes her own fan fiction and so like yeah i think for, for me it was so much fun to play with that because i was just like living that in, in real time like going from miss marvel and then i'm like oh my god brie larson Tiana Paris. i think it's an incredible metaphor with this of learning how to be um in a team and also like the very clear example that like no one person can do it all like the world does not become a better place by one person certainly not one lady. So it's like with that, um, you need all kinds of skill sets, all kinds of people with different viewpoints and different backgrounds in order to save the world. And so it just makes so much sense. And I think it's so delightful, I think, to see. The Marvels also include Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury and a whole clowder of interstellar kittens. Catch the Marvels in theaters now. And it probably goes without saying, but yes, be sure to stick around for the end credits. And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. Alexander Payne has received 
three Best Picture Oscar nominations, and each time he's gone up against a film from the same director, and it could happen again this year. So which director has been nominated alongside Payne each time Payne earned a Best Picture nomination? Is it David Fincher, Sofia Coppola, or Martin Scorsese? Well, entering into the hall of weird random facts, every time Alexander Payne has earned a Best Picture nomination, Martin Scorsese has also had a film nominated. In 2005, Sideways went up against The Aviator. In 2012, The Descendants was nominated alongside Hugo. And in 2014, Nebraska and The Wolf of Wall Street both earned a nomination. It is possible that it could happen again this year, as The Holdovers, if nominated, could likely have to face Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon. And that is it for our show this weekend. We will have more news and must-see picks for you on Monday. So be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Clark Collis, Devin Kogan, and EW staff. Edited by Sammy Junio and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to watch.